Tune into Haycar's new podcast series, The Road to a Simple Life. And join me, Vernon Kay, as I chat to McFly's Harry Judd, Ian Haste of Haste Kitchen, and Money Magpie's Jasmine Bertles about how they keep things simple across their family, food, and financial lives. The Road to a Simple Life is brought to you by Haycar, the new website for used cars that promise to make finding your perfect used car simpler than ever. Find us on all major podcast channels or head to haycar.co.uk forward slash simple for all of the episodes. We've heard from so many of you, our Business Inspires podcast listeners, that you're having a difficult time leaving a rating and review for the podcast in iTunes. So here's a painless way to do it. Go to www.pleasereviewmypodcast.com backslash business inspires for an easy step-by-step tutorial to follow. That's www.pleasereviewmypodcast.com backslash business inspires. Reviewing and rating our podcast in iTunes helps us in so many ways, but most importantly, we get your feedback on what you like about the podcast. Thanks for being a listener and subscriber and going to www.pleasereviewmypodcast.com backslash business inspires. This is Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. To run a successful business, you need resources, valuable connections, and community recognition. Business Inspires will provide you with the tools, resources, and examples to inspire you to create the business you're envisioning. Here's Michelle Wilson, Executive Director of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Hi, this is Michelle Wilson with the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership, and today on Business Inspires, we're speaking with Brian Genta, who is owner of Cream and Nut Company here in the Tri-Village area. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Good morning. So glad to have you finally. Of course, I grew up in the Grandview area, so Cream has been a part of my life forever, which is really exciting to have you and talk about the history of what you do and and how you got there. So Business Inspires is... um, we like to think it's a little bit different because, we, of course, we're talking business um, in the Tri-Village area, but also just to really get the stories behind the business and behind you and the inspiration that you received growing up and the inspiration you now bring to others. So with that, we typically start this podcast out with the question of when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? Wow. So I really wanted to be a pilot. For an airline and an FBI agent. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so covering all the bases. Yeah, you really did. And so what... what what got you here from from those dreams? We've we've talked with a couple of other people, and very rarely has somebody said, "I wanted to do exactly this, and this is what I'm doing." So we we like to know how people got from where they thought they were going to be to where they are. Sure. So my parents bought the business when I was in the eighth grade, or 1991, and so I worked there for every year, every Christmas, every available moment because you know we sunk everything into buying this business, and yeah. it had to work. So. Come eighth grade, you know, worked through high school, worked through college. It was great because I took Fridays off in college, would drive back because I went to UD, University of Dayton, and would drive back on Thursday night, work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, into Monday, drive to campus, get a parking ticket because oh it was gosh. cheaper than going back to the dorms because I could make more money <laughs> working at Crema for another two hours versus going back to the dorms. So I would just take the parking ticket oh my and gosh. promptly pay it. And, um, and so. Did, did you say that. promptly pay it oh, or prom- probably no, pay no, it? No, promptly. <laughs> promptly. Promptly. No, I didn't want to get towed. <laughs> That would be worse. (laughs) No, so then I started, got through my freshman year of college and always loved the business, always really enjoyed it and started to look at majors and what everything entailed and decided 
you know, maybe the straight business curriculum wasn't for me. So I talked to my parents about future growth, opportunities, direction of the company, um, what it looked like, and a lot of possibility and growth in some different directions. It was right when the internet was taking off. And what I really wanted to do with computers wasn't there yet. It was either computer science, which is not for me, which is all programming, and I don't enjoy that, but all the web stuff, which is much different today than it was in uh, 95, 97. So I had an opportunity to build a website and start the e-commerce division for Crema, which has been, which has knock on wood, been successful. And so ended up changing the communications, got a minor in business, um, great education from UD, and then joined the company when I graduated college in 2000. And from there, started in the back. So every job I've had, back from washing barrels, washing totes, washing everything, being, you know, stripping apart every piece of equipment, which was not fun at the time. But looking back on it, I'm really glad I did it because as I show other people how to do it, um, especially being a, you know, kind of a boss now, um, so, well, no, I did it. Here's how you do it. It's, you know, this is easy. Do this. Right. And it's been, um, you've experienced it. Extremely advantageous. Yeah. Very glad that sure. I did it. Not so much at the time, but today, right. very glad. Right. I keep telling my 16 year old, this, this is, this is good for you, but he doesn't believe me yet. <laughs> so they won't. someday, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. They will. They will. So, what did Crema look like when your parents bought it? And, you know, why did they buy it? And what did, it, what did the business look like then? And then we can move into, you know, what it looks like now and the changes that you've made. Sure. So, um, my parents bought it. My dad worked for a company that was privy, that was going to buy it and it ended up not working out. And so he ended up talking with the then current owner and bought it. Um, and it was much smaller. They did, um, we still did gifts. We still did all natural peanut butter. Um, we still roasted the nuts. You know, we roast every week. So it's always fresh. It would make more sense to roast, you know, for two days for the month. And that's just not us. It's like Groundhog's Day every day. You do peanut butter one day roast the next day, et cetera, et cetera. And um, so that way it's always rotating and always just perfectly fresh and delicious. So it was on a smaller scale. Sales were a lot more petite. We didn't have the mail order. I think there were maybe only four or five employees. Um, and now then, you know, we've expanded the store. We do the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches uh, for lunch with the cafe. So we've got folks there, more folks in the candy department because they barely made any candy. Uh, maybe a couple little pieces. I think their first venture into sweets was with the popcorn, caramel corn. And um, they did a variety of things that we won't make again today. Um, it was a, it was a great start, and we ended up perfecting this delicious caramel corn, and then making a white sugar based nutty butter popcorn, which has the almonds and the pecans, um, and it's it's wonderful. And they've really set a great foundation for where we are today. And you guys have had a lot of really great exposure over the years. With you've been on Food Network on a couple mm-hmm. of their programs. You've had yeah, I think it was last year. You had a great write up in USA Today of places not to miss. Flavors Not to Miss in Columbus, Ohio, and you were featured along with Stoffs and Watershed and some great tri-village businesses that it's so exciting to read those things on a national level. Thank you. So I'm wondering, what do you do marketing-wise? I mean, is that, do you seek those opportunities? Do they come to you? A little bit of both? You know, it's most, most folks come to us. We don't do any advertising at all. So all of our business is all word of mouth. And we've built a, a fairly good following. And then we do you know, nationally, you know, pretty good following, but the word of mouth and especially with all the growth in the Grandview Tri-Village area mm-hmm. down the street, which used to be the the Big Bear warehouses, which, um, you know, once they left, you know, it was, it was not good. And so the, when Nationwide came in to redo all that, that was the best thing that could have happened, in my opinion, to, to Grandview or definitely Goodale. And so all the folks down there at Nationwide and all the other surrounding businesses now were within walking distance of lunch. So folks will come in and get a sandwich, but I think 87% of everybody that comes in to get a sandwich also leaves with something else and, um, you know, share it at the office or just talk about it because they, they love it. We work 
hard and have a lot of heartburn to make sure it's it's always the best and always just right. The word of mouth growth has been great. We working with you guys, working with Experience Columbus, a lot of their writers and their folks. We used to do tours um, of the company, and so we worked a lot with Experience Columbus then, with busloads of folks coming into Columbus and with the new food regulations that have changed. We've since had to discontinue tours, which is unfortunate, but that's just the nature of having an old building and today's today's new rules. Yeah, so working with Experience Columbus, working with you guys and and folks just discovering us that know somebody that think it'd be a fun article to write. Yeah, I used to work for Experience Columbus, and that's, of course, how we met years ago. Yeah. But the tours were so great and so popular with yes. the group tour buses that would come in with 55 passengers at a Indeed. time. And and it is a small building, so there was a little bit of finagling. But uh, you know, they, they walked away loving it and talking yeah. about it and wanting to come back. And we have a couple of those little gems in Columbus that we're really lucky to have. So I was sad when you had to discontinue it. But um, too. I remember walking in and seeing a video – at Crema that was on Mr. Rogers' yes. neighborhood. So yeah, it doesn't we, get better than that. No, I mean, <laughs> we show that video to everybody that comes in. And if anybody wants to watch the video, we fire it up. It's still up but there. It was, yeah, we oh, saw the television and the disc is always in there. And yeah, it's so cool to look back on and watch. And even looking at how Mr. Rogers' the show has evolved, you know, it was so great that he was able to come. And I think it was 89 that he came. That was just great to watch and a great story to tell. So it's kind of, I'm glad you still have it sitting up there, that little monitor up on the on the cabinet there. So that's really cool. Holiday seasons are coming up. Yes. And that's, is that definitely your business or busiest time for your business of year? Right around now through December 25th, um, we'll do about half of our whole year. So we have products coming in. We're making products. Um, folks are working 10, 12 hours a day uh, to get it all ready and, and set for Christmas orders. Holiday orders are already flowing in, already shipping. It's amazing how many folks more and more ahead of the curve and trying to do more Thanksgiving gifts than holiday gifts mm-hmm. um, to really set themselves apart. It's I'm I'm happy that everybody's very that the community's generous to give gifts, and it's always cool to see the different gift cards go out for whatever reason for a thank you or for well wishes. The new trend seems to be Thanksgiving, which is wonderful because it takes some more stress off of Christmas. Sure, but we'll have. I mean, it's not uncommon to see a UPS highway truck come in, fill it, send it on its way. And it's the best feeling when it leaves to know that you got it out and soon those folks will be enjoying and reading the gift card and getting the nice well wishes. And you mentioned a few minutes ago that you've, since you came on board, you really increased the online presence in the mail order. So that's na- maybe international, but I, it, national. I mean, your your brand is out there mm-hmm. Thank you. all over the place. It's exciting. Where Where's the some of the places that have surprised you most? You know, San Francisco, or at least that region, because for us, we have the same price on the internet as on the store, as in the store. So whatever UPS wants for shipping is just what we charge for shipping. Okay. And we have folks in California that will pay $40 in freight to get the case of peanut butter. Oh, my goodness. And I suppose things are a little more expensive in California. But the folks that are really willing to pay, because um, I know we're not the only natural peanut butter maker out there. I mean, I, I think it's the best. But you're one of the oldest. We are one of the oldest. Yes. And I, I still think the best. But to see them... Um, you know, want to get it all the way to all the way in California, all the way in San Francisco. I feel like yeah. they have everything out there. But some of the real cool destinations that uh, you see on the West Coast and and Montana, and some of the real random, I'm sorry, some of the real kind of different rural places that mm-hmm. we sell to always surprise me and are exciting. Taking a step back again into the business and and you starting in the business, what advice perhaps were you given along the way that really helped you develop what you wanted Crema to look like under your guidance? You know, I think for us, we always strive hard work, go in like you mean it, work like you mean it, make the best product. And then we always try to keep coming up with new products. Um, You know, we have the dark chocolate cashew crunch now Um, with all the popularity and great health benefits of dark chocolate. We do the 
dark chocolate pretzels now, dark chocolate cashews, and it's really taken off. Um, so always continuing to come up with new items and new formulas and new things that are awesome. Because if it's, we have, actually have creations every day, but if it's not awesome, it doesn't make it to the shelf. Just keeping that fresh perspective, keeping new products coming and, you know, just working hard. Because that's the best. I mean, the the harder you work, the luck. My grandpa always said, "The harder harder you work, the luckier you get." Whether it happens or not, I just try to keep working hard and just always have the best product. Sure, it's awesome hearing compliments of "We love your product" or "We had X, Y, and Z and it was delicious." And it's just it's there's so much pride. Our master roaster has been with us for twenty years, over twenty years, and a lot of the staff greater than twelve years. And um, you know, in today's world with all the turnover. Um, you know, I'm proud of the staff and it's a, it's a neat place to work. And I think that's what's so unique also just about some of the small businesses in our area is that as we've done these podcasts, we're hearing our staff's been here for 20 years, our staff's been here for 30 years. And I think there's really something to be said for these small businesses who continue to value their employees and, um, you know, give them a great working environment to come to every day and someplace that they don't even consider leaving. Certainly, I think your your end product repre- is representative of that quality as well. I think Thank you. it's all affected. So that's great. And I was going to ask, you said your staff was five or six people at the beginning. Correct. And you've grown. Clearly, We're at you 15 offer now. 15. Okay. And so what are some of the, you, you mentioned the cafe, but you have, it's not just nut butters. Exactly. What are some of the things that people can find at Crema or on crema.com? So for the chocolates, um, we have a variety of patties and turtles, pecan turtle, the cashew claw. Um, so we do a lot of handmade kind of confections, chocolate pretzels. But then we roast every sort of nut you can think of. We have the greatest giant cashews. We work very hard every year to, to secure just from the right grower, the right product, the best, biggest, tastiest cashews. We make great snack mixes, peanuts, all domestic that are just fabulous. The number one fancy grade, whatever the, the best type of nut that you can buy or the best grade is what we want to sell, um, which is hard to find because most everybody sells just kind of the smaller stuff that's that's okay, it's good, but it's not awesome. And if it's not awesome, it doesn't come in the building and doesn't go on the shelf. So the difference between me walking into Kroger and buying a planter's jar of cashews and what I'm buying at Crema is what? I think the biggest thing is the freshness. I haven't bought a can of planters in a long time. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't expect you but, to have um, bought a can of planters. But, you know, I, I think two things, the freshness and just the grade that we buy. So anything that goes to the grocery store has to go from the manufacturer to a warehouse to a truck to the vendor to the grocery store's warehouse and then onto their shelf versus us where we roast every week. We bag up only what we need roast only what we need. So every week then by the following week, we're more or less out of the product, out of mm-hmm. that item. And then we roast more. So the freshness you can't beat. Um, you look back when you walk in the store, you look back in the factory and you can see our roaster, our oil roaster, where we cook all the nuts. You can see the dry roaster. If you look way back in the back, you can see where we make the peanut butter, our bagging line. Um, we do a lot of wholesale packages, 25 pound boxes. So just always keeping it just so um, where we do the same thing every week. And so it's always just spot on fresh. So I think freshness and, and the unbelievable quality that we source. And tell me about the ingredients of your nut butter. Just peanuts. That's it. So in like the almond butter and the cashew butter, we roast the almonds and the cashews in peanut oil, which brings out an, a tremendous flavor. And so peanut oil would be the only other ingredient in any of our nut butters. No so sugars. No, no sugar, no salt. Uh, we do make a hot and spicy peanut butter that needed a little more action. So we have our, our, our special spice blend along with a little bit of salt, a little bit of sugar, and it makes a spicy, tasty, great hot product. 
But again, that's not natural, um, like the cashew butter, the almond butter, and the creamy and crunchy peanut butters. And those are just out of this world. And so we do the same thing where we make it each week. And it's always just right when you see natural peanut butter with, with a, a strong layer of oil on top. It's been, you know, kind of looking out the window for a while versus ours where you open it up and there's no oil on top because it was made likely within the last five, six, seven days instead of months. You, you mentioned a few minutes ago also that, you know, you're always trying new things. And so mm-hmm. how does how do you decide what is the quality that you want to represent under the Crema brand? Sure. So we always start with our, our the best ingredients, or if we're going to go find a new product, find the best version of that product we can, and then put it together. I brought a couple snacks today. The oh, One of the newest it. snack mixes <laughs> that we started is Crema on Fire. And it's a spicy mix that we made um, to really kind of complement our our spicy mixes. So you've got uh, our almondized peanuts, the can you handle my spicy hot nuts, which is a, we soak it in hot water, then oil roasted, it makes it the Virginia peanut real crispy and crunchy at our habanero based spice. Um, so those are the, can you handle my spicy hot nuts, peanuts, along with large cashews and spicy sesame sticks and hot chili rice crackers and blend it all together. And so you've got a real spicy hot one, oh, butter toffee peanuts for a little bit of sweetness. So it's a nice complex mix that, you know, it's not going to let you on fire, but it is very spicy and very tasty because I don't want to just create fire. I want it to be tasty where you can't put the bag down. You know, fun things like that. We tweaked that product. We played with it for, I think, a month and a half where we would say, you know, we'd, we'd leave it there and say, let's add this to it, mess around with it, and then, you know, kind of tweak it. And so finally we have, I think, just, I think, a perfect recipe. It's selling well. You know, it's, it's delicious. It's spicy and tasty. What is your favorite product? I still love the giant cashews. Just giant cashews. There's nothing better. So if we ever, yeah. um, if I ever keep a bag up in the office, it's always a bag of giant cashews. But you know, the snack mix is like the country club mix and the championship mix, um, which are pretzels and sesame sticks and peanuts and kind of a smoky onion garlic flavor. That's been fun. You know, I eat, I don't take much home because like, for example, we're making uh, dark chocolate cashew patties today. Mm-hmm. I'll have two or three cashew patties throughout the day to make sure they're just right. We're making almond butter today. I'll go back with a taster spoon and a couple times a day and just make sure. And it's, it's always just right. Our staff, like we said, they've been there forever and they do an awesome job, but um, just to make sure it's spot on. So it's, I, I snack a lot during the day and, <laughs> and in R and D or, or, you know, testing fashion. R and D. That's what and it's fun. We'll call I, I love eating our products. There's not a <laughs> sure. single product that, uh, that I don't like. They're great. They, they are. They're amazing. I mean, my, my family wouldn't know what to do if there wasn't oh, you know, thank crema you. in their Christmas stockings awesome. or my dad for his, you know, birthday. And, uh, it's just some of our favorites truly. Thank but, you. um, and I'll tell you when my kids were little, we, we really, I call it spoiled them, but it was just, it was good product, but you know, they didn't want regular peanut butter. So <laughs> we, they had crema you know, growing up, and that's, that was great stuff. What would you say has been the biggest challenge of working with family? And maybe, maybe there haven't been too many challenges and you'd rather just say, this has been the best experience of my life, and I'm, I'm sure it's maybe been a mix of both of those things. You know, it's actually all the above, like you mentioned. Um, you know, so my dad and I are partners in the business, kind of buying the business from them. They're starting to retire and spend time in Florida. But it's it gets dicey um, working with family, especially you know, everybody has different ideas and just kind of making sure you manage your ideas and keep your temperament. You know, my, my dad and I are on the same page most of the, uh, almost all the time. Okay. So we work really, really well together. But especially once you start talking about Christmas time, you know, and we're all coming in at two or three in the morning and working till five or six at night, well, we close at 5.30. So at least 5.30, if not six, you're tired. You know, everybody's kind of fuse shortens, we'll say. 
So it has its challenges because it's intense and it all has to go, I should say, to be shipped or to have it ready for the customer to come in and buy. Um, so we don't want anybody to leave, you know, upset that we didn't have it or that it wasn't just right or we didn't have it on the shelf. So it's, it's a lot. And as you look at the country, that third week of December is always the hardest because as you start to approach Christmas, UPS has their special days they won't, they, they, you know, don't deliver this weekend. They've got Saturday and Sunday before Christmas on Monday. And that's going to pose a few more challenges for folks getting stuff out. And we just have to get it out trying to get to California and those faraway places. So it's, it's intense. So working, we work well together and we have a great relationship. Um, so we're, we're a very close family, which is great. My wife is in the business, um, which is spectacular. She's a, a huge help. You know, man, the girls get older then it, I, hopefully they'll want to join in the fun as well. So having, again, this family business and your wife and, and the girls, what sacrifices have you had to make personally or professionally to, to keep that, both of those things in check? You know, stuff my wife is extraordinarily understanding. We met in 96, um, so a long time ago, and got married in 2001. So she's always kind of been exposed to the business and, has, and helped us out in college when she was at work because we were both in college at the same time. So she's always seen the company and what it takes and what goes on there. And so she's always been very understanding with everything. You know, personal sacrifice, it takes a lot of time. I usually start the day around 6 a.m. Um, by choice. And then I don't leave until 5 until the store closes and everybody else goes. So it's, you know, it's, it's and that's every day. That's year-round. And then Christmas time, more hours. I work a lot of Saturdays. We're going to start Sundays, probably this weekend. So it's a lot of time away from home. But at the same time, you know, you love what you do. It doesn't feel like a... Too much of a job. I would love to still have another eighth day of the week um, to be able to to hang out with the girls and my wife. But, uh, you know, this time of the year, you just kind of do what you got to do. Is there anything that you would do differently if you look back to the mid-90s when you really started getting involved? You know, I don't think so, because when I changed my major in college, I ended up taking photography and real estate, and it wasn't mm -hmm. the structured business curriculum. So, for example, I shoot all of our web pictures. So we've got, you know, great photos. We've got great pictures on the website. I keep talking about printing pictures for the office. And so, you know, taking real estate class, it helped when we bought houses. And, you know, we've done a couple of little projects on the side. Having a diverse background in education where you can learn about all these other kind of random facets um, has really been beneficial. So I don't think I would change a thing. That's great. I love hearing that. I mean, you kind of knew what you wanted to do and you switched things around at the right time and, it, and look where you are. It really worked it out. out. Beautifully. Definitely. How does Brian Genta define success? Well, that's a good question. Some people have said that, you know, they, they like their, their business exactly where it is. Some people want, you know, millions of dollars and some people, it's defined so differently for many people. I'm wondering what that means to you. You know, I think for us, having people still come in the door, still want the nuts, hearing the great compliments, I believe that's success. You know, we stay incredibly humble, go in, make our product, you know, as long as people are still coming in and loving the product, um, then I'd say we did it. I don't want to grow to be an enormous company. I love Grandview. I, I don't want to say I like where we are because you have to keep evolving and growing and changing, um, which we are doing. But we're in a good spot and hearing the generations of folks come in, the, the real older folks that come in and say, I used to come here when I was a kid. And then they've got their next generation with them. And you're watching just kind of over the years. Well, so it's been 25 years because um, I started on day one. So watching all those folks come in and um, transition, the next generation come and, and enjoy the products. This great uh, local movement that everybody's doing um, that seems to be popular has been terrific for us. Um, and I'm all for it. I don't, I, even for us buying 
food and and other things like small business local whenever we can support another small business i'm all for it i think it's the right thing to do it's another family it's another something that causes the ripple effect of all the other widgets we'll say that get purchased from other folks so you know i think small business is the lifeblood of america and it's it's great to be a part of so I i think continuing to be where we are and have people want the product and be excited about it is is truly success i agree you know, running a, a chamber of commerce in this area is unique because we don't have a lot of big business in the tri-village area. It's it's 99% small business. Interesting. And so watching and listening to all of you talk about the importance of supporting each other and working within the community is just the lifeblood of this area. So it, it is really exciting to watch all of these small businesses in the area continue to flourish and to that have been here for many years. And while you evolve and change in bits and pieces, you stay right here and and you do get to watch generations come through your stores and enjoy the authenticity that remains today as as it was when they were young. So I, I love that about so many of our businesses and certainly about about Crema and um mentioned that you were right there on Goodale Boulevard and mm-hmm. a lot has changed with NRI coming in and yes. in total agreement. Thank goodness they came in and they built this beautiful development where, you know, they're really um thoughtful about who they bring into that development to make sure that there's some staying power there. And I think it's great for the business community, certainly, and and the residents and and the schools. I just feel like we're just in this great area in so many aspects and that you're a part of it is is exciting for us. And we're so happy that you stayed here and you've grown and evolved right where you are and, uh, you know, hope to keep you for many, many more years to come. Thank you. So tell me exactly or tell the listeners exactly where they can find Crema if they're driving there. So we're at 1000 Goodale Boulevard. So if you know where Northwest Boulevard dead dead ends into Goodale, we are two buildings to the west. And it's always full, (laughs) which is a good thing. It's a busy place. It is a busy place. You know, the secret to shopping at Crema is the morning. We are just extremely quiet in the morning and then come lunchtime, it picks up and then the afternoon is rocking. And um, the morning is the best time to shop. Come in between nine and like really ten, ten thirty, and you've got the store to yourself even during Christmas on the peak days. And, and it's nine after, to five thirty. Is that nine correct? to five thirty? We'll start that um, December first. Okay. And then we'll mm-hmm. open up on Saturday extended hours. We're normally from nine to two. We'll be open nine to four, and then all the Sundays um, in December leading up to Christmas will be eleven to three. And then what about the cafe hours? Somebody coming in for these crazy. Good sandwiches. That this is not just any PB and J, folks. This is. Thank you. We make yeah. a we make a serious PB and J. So we <laughs> use bread uh, from bread from Great Harvest, cut it a little thicker. Um, all of our natural peanut butters are available. Um, we've got some great toppings. We work uh, with um, Sarah Beth out of New York. We work with Clearbrook Farms out of Cincinnati. Um, they do both of companies do an extraordinary job. We do shut down the cafe the day before, uh, well, really Thanksgiving Day um, or the end of the business day on Wednesday. Um, through Christmas. And it's the enormous amount of traffic that comes through. All the cafe tables kind of leave and it becomes a kind of gift center where everything's ready to go. And the store will be, I mean, it's a busy place. So sandwiches and milkshakes, uh, we make the best milkshakes. We use Johnson's ice cream with our peanut butter and um, some really, some really great ingredients. The Buckeye milkshake, chocolate and peanut butter is, is the best seller. Um, And it's, it's really good. But we'll close all that down during up until I think the 27th. It's the Wednesday after Christmas, and then open back up business as usual, ready to uh, ready to make sandwiches and milkshakes as many as we need to make. 
Fantastic. And uh, where can people find you online? And they can get wholesale orders online mm-hmm. and do lots of gifting that way as well. Yes. Yeah, so our Cremo.com, dot com website um, offers everything. So we have two ounce bags that are perfect for gatherings, for small gifts, for wedding bags, for corporate events. Um, we make a larger seven ounce bag. Um, typically that's sold for hotel bags for weddings. Um, and then if you want bulk to serve or to do whatever, we have 10 pound boxes and 25 pound boxes. All the pricing, all the pictures can all be seen online at the creamy.com website. Um, we've got a new thing this year where, um, like you see the grocery stores do where you can order online and pick up in store. Oh. That is actually just started this week. And, um, I think we've got, I think it's going to work out perfectly where you can order and then next day pick up. Um, so we'll pull all those orders around five in the morning for the day that it's going to be ready. Have it ready for you. It'll be charged up, ready to go. Just come in. I'm so and so. Here's your order. Thank you. You need to close the cafe. It's kind of all hands on deck. Right? It is. For the, <laughs> those six weeks. It is. And so we go to, you know, we often go to the market to make sure we always have good strawberries and good bananas and we're getting bread often. So to, that's part of the reason for closing it is just to make sure because I don't want to put out a lousy sandwich at, at all. So it's it's better to just button it up and then pick it back up in January. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of those strawberries and fruits, the chocolate-covered strawberries, you guys are really – that's a big one for you, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's the busiest day of the second huge, quarter. Huge, wonderful. We dip uh, – we start dipping around 4 in the morning. Dip like crazy. It's, it's a wonderful – it's a beautiful strawberry dipped in our great chocolate, and it makes a perfect gift. It's not expensive. It's it's just wonderful. Yeah, it's a well, everything's great, but thank those you. are really <laughs> pretty outstanding. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. For I, me. I would encourage everybody listening to go into Crema or order online. Their products are fresh and high quality, fantastic, and gifts for other people. But get something for yourself too, because it's pretty amazing. Thank you. Thanks for subscribing, downloading, and listening to Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Our innovative and active chamber is successful because of our smart and engaged members who cultivate our strong business community. With more than 60 years as an integral part of the Grandview, Upper Arlington, and Marble Cliff communities, the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership is dedicated to a single purpose – the success of the business community. You can find a link to our website in the podcast notes to learn more about the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. For information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast, our contact information is in the podcast notes. Make sure you rate and review our podcast on iTunes. That helps us spread the word about Business Inspires. Circle270media.com at the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly to all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Smoldering. Slinky. Seductive. Streamlined. Spellbinding. Ever notice how some of the most alluring descriptions seem to begin with the letter S? So perhaps it's no coincidence that S-Line, Audi's most stylish trim, does too. Take the A7 Sportback S-Line. With its added standout, there's another one, details, it's pure Audi. 
Just even more sporty, stealthy, sleek, striking, swish, sublime, sultry, swoony. The supremely stylish Audi A7 Sportback S-Line. Test drive yours at an Audi centre near you, or search Audi S-Line. Audi. Vorsprung durch Technik. Technik.